0: You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. Hello, I am your host, Malia Lee, and I am joined today uh, with my co-hosts here, Pastor David and Pastor Matt. And today, we are so excited to have Jim Mayhew with us. We are so excited
1: (laughs) for Jim Mayhew. Super excited. Super excited.
0: Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, faith in action, which is just around the corner. Uh, what is it? Why do we do it? Um, and kind of the, the bones of faith in action and why that's become part of the DNA of our church. So Matt, Yeah. Um, what's going on today before we get started, you guys? Today? Yeah, how
1: are you guys um, doing? I'm, I'm, I'm doing fine. <laughs> Last week of school. David came
0: in all crabby.
1: I
2: know you asked the question. It makes me like, I, do I be truthful or do, <laughs> I, do <laughs> I
1: just say? David. We
0: are a transparent staff. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs>
2: David's gonna,
1: having a day. I'm I'm,
2: on, I'm having a Monday on a Tuesday.
1: <laughs> um, and just just so everybody should know that we offered, you know, Jim offered, and then the rest of us were going to help to give him a hug. I <laughs> think <laughs> that it would work. I, I denied it to I help pull him it. out of it, but he yeah. wanted to stay in his funk he's like no hugs i want to sit here
2: the hug wouldn't do it
1: so
0: we're gonna turn that frown upside down today (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: but you know what it's a good week last week of school yeah um hopefully you know we'll have some sunny days and yeah uh, it'll be good
0: yeah um all right so let's move forward here and for those of you that maybe don't know jim very well jim why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself
3: oh gosh okay well beth and i have two boys um we've been coming to Beth or
0: oh my goodness
3: we been coming <laughs> to blessed hope Sorry, now for about three years right yeah um so we're getting ready to have on vacation here soon our oldest is getting married in Colorado and uh, the whole family is going out there for that soon but um no, we love being part of this church, and, and faith in action, honestly, is one of the things that has really, I've used the word, endeared us to the church in a greater capacity than most any other thing that we've ever done. Like, it's so unique, and I sure. just love that piece.
0: Awesome. All right. So, Matt, what is faith in action? What, how did this start?
1: Yeah, you know, so, so this will be year number four. Uh, for Faith in Action. And and really, the simplest way to to describe it is basically we try to do a short-term mission trip as a church. Uh, We just don't go anywhere. We do our short-term mission trip here in town. But anybody that's ever been on a short-term mission trip knows that there are a couple of basic components that make it up. One is you, as a group that goes, spend a whole lot of time together. You bond together. You enjoy each other's company. You 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 do devotions. You pray. You eat. You you play together. You just kind of have all of this bonding time too. You are doing some kind of tangible physical ministry. Either you are cleaning up from a storm, you're you're helping fix up a house, you're you know you're doing some work for the city, so you're doing some tangible ministry. Um, and and three, you're hoping to build relationships within the community. And really. You know, there is nothing wrong with short-term mission trips. I've been on multiples. I love short-term mission trips. I, I, one of the things that I hope our church grows in is sending more and more people out on short-term mission trips and, and maybe even growing some some full-time missionaries um, out of our congregation. That's so sure. critically important. Um, but I think one of the things that we started to, to see as we tried to gear up for some of those is one, there are people that just aren't going to go. There's just people that aren't going to go on a short-term mission trip. They can't afford it um, because they are kind of pricey. They just, they, they they don't have the ability with their families to take a week plus, two weeks off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is, man, there is so much need here in this city. And this is where God has planted Absolutely. us. This is where we are to minister. We want to see the gospel revolutionize this city and this county. And, and so it's like, well, why would we send our people and our resources somewhere else when our own city is in such need? And this is where God has us. And so it was just one of these things. It was like, what, what would it look like if we could do this kind of work here in town? Um, and so we, we just tried it one year. And, and I'll give a um, shout out to, to Kevin and Deb Hessen, uh, <laughs> because the reason we are on year four of Faith in Action yes. is because I said to Kevin and Deb Hessen, like, guys, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And Malia, working with me, you know, like, <laughs> I don't have the capacity to always take something from an idea <laughs> to reality. Um, but Kevin and Deb took it, and they helped me run with it, um, and, and they helped take it from hey, what would it be like if to we could actually do this? And so we tried it, and it worked, and then we did it again the next year, and it got bigger, and then it got bigger last year, and uh, we've just seen great growth from it.
0: And, and so going along with the, the why, I think you kind of touched on that a little bit, um, but where did this idea come from? I feel like this has kind of been your brainchild, right?
1: Yeah, you know what? Something we used to do at Bethany, when I was at Bethany, um, is we used to uh, in the Quad Cities, we used to have some things that we called Blue Jean Sundays, which is kind of a misnomer. It's fun. I, feel I like wear that's blue jeans. Every Sunday I here. wear blue jeans every. <laughs> so actually, one Blue Jean Sunday, I did wear khakis just to be obstinate. But whatever. Of course you do.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> that was I <it> was <laughs> cleaning up at a park, and Quite I'm like, I'm wearing khakis <laughs> because I wear blue jeans every Sunday, and I wanted it to stand out. <laughs> uh, but we used to do Blue Jean Sundays, and that way we would come together on a Sunday morning, and we would worship. And then we would go out into the community to job sites that were already determined and we would go work there and we would work Mm -hmm. for two or three hours and then we would come back as a church and we would, you know, then have um, lunch together and just kind of celebrate and and that would be it. And we do that two or three times a year. Um, I don't know how they still do it. The idea at some point was maybe to kick it up to every fifth Sunday. So all the months that had five Sundays, they would dedicate to that. And we talked about doing that here. But in this culture, in this church, in this community, um, it just didn't seem like it was going to be great to say, hey, we're going to do that on a Sunday morning, Um, and so instead it kind of morphed into, well, what if we did, and and we did some Saturdays, like we'd go to the school and we'd Mm -hmm. work on playground equipment, or we'd do, you know, some work at somebody's house, but, you know, over time it just kind of turned into, what if we just dedicated, not a couple hours on a Sunday morning, not half an afternoon on a Saturday, but what if we dedicated three solid days? And we just got after it. And uh, I think the response has just been really awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: And and I don't, I hate to beat a dead horse, but, you know, you ask why, and we say this all the time. Ultimately, because hell is real, and people that we love and Mm -hmm. care about and that live in this community are destined to be there unless they are... talked to about the gospel and shown the gospel and, 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 and and they hear the gospel and they see it lived out. And so, I mean, it's a big deal.
0: Uh, My favorite version of that is Joby Martin's um, hell is hot forever is a long time.
1: There you go. And that's, that's a legitimate (laughs) thing, right? Uh, Joby Martin's a fun guy. I
0: love him. Um, So David, you are pretty involved in the community with other things as well um what makes faith in action different than other service organizations because we've got a lot of them just locally even
2: well as someone that hasn't honestly done it yet uh, we talked last year about our church possibly jumping on board um uh, just timing didn't work or I don't remember what exactly the circumstances it just didn't work out all that well um it really comes down to what Matt was just talking about. It has to be gospel centered. It has to be gospel focused. If it's not, then we're just like everybody else, and and that's the you know um, the power of it. And this is from an outsider looking in. You know, again, not sure. knowing how it functions and actually being on the job sites. You know, I'm 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 looking at it from an outsider saying, okay, if I was going to say how we you know answering that question, how is it different? It's it's not just about scraping somebody's house. It's about actually doing anything possible to build a relationship with that person in a in a we accept you where you're at we love you we you know it's not just about hey come to our church it's there's this there's this god and and, hey it's jesus and he changes everything and so every aspect of it it's it's from how the church you know one of the things matt told me you know before when we were talking about faith in action that's it's an awesome thing is how it builds the church people kind of together too right mm-hmm. like on the job mm-hmm. side people will say that you know the yeah. hey i got to know these people that's awesome and that's that's powerful and that's a, so important but i want to take it you we need to take it one step above that mm-hmm. meaning we should say hey let's build relationships with, with each other but let's do it also to know that these people are watching us yep right uh, what do people say about the church anymore? You know, any church. It's, you know, people, well, hypocrites or judgmental mm-hmm. or, you know. Why, you know so, but so, like, the interactions even between people on a job site uh, are so impactful yeah. and gospel-centered for people watching and, and they're yeah. going to watch, you know, the people, it's amazing what people are going to see, you know, if I get frustrated on a job site because somebody tells me and I'm making my dirty faces or I'm saying, and I'm making my, you know, comments. I'm not saying that's happening. I'm saying that's where the enemy wants to get in there. Right. Yeah. And he wants to cause because the gospel is more than just, hey, I'm going to yeah. sit down with you and tell you about Jesus. Right. It's, wow. Look it's, at how they treat one it's another. A rel- and
0: and, it, and so relationships we're building with, yeah. uh, the people, the people's homes that we're working into, you know, oh. I think we've gotten to see the fruits of that a little bit with someone that we, you know, worked at this person's house a couple years ago, and and just this Sunday, you know, we got to celebrate her membership in our church, and how cool well, was that? And,
1: and on top of that, let me let me add to that something that maybe people don't know that, um, in in a few weeks when we get our baptismal figured out. <laughs> um, we'll get to celebrate her granddaughter's baptism yes as a result um yes. as, as a as a byproduct as a ripple effect right of and that. who
0: knew you know two years ago when we were there working that that ripple effect would come to this and it's just it, that's so yeah. cool yeah. and we don't always get to see the fruit of that. But man, it's so cool when God kind of pulls back the curtain and and allows that.
1: And I would, I would add to what David's saying too. That's so critical because if you go back, you know about, well, they're watching, right? What do they Mm -hmm. think about the church? And it's not always awesome, but they, they watch and they see the, the joy and the relational connections and just the fun, um, doing something that's difficult, right? And and what we do is difficult. If it wasn't difficult, it would already be done, Right. right? So we're doing work that's hard to do or that people have, don't have the capacity to do and. But we're enjoying it. We're having a good time. And, and you go back to Acts, you know, the early church, right? Why were people being added to their numbers daily? Because of what they saw in the community. You know, what they witnessed was so supernatural, and people wanted to be a part of it. And so they just flooded to it. Because mm-hmm. it it was altogether different than what they were used to.
0: Yeah, we're, we're putting our money where our mouth is kind yeah. of thing. We're not just sitting in church talking about it, but actually outdoing it.
2: Well, one of the approaches that I would, you know, bring in my mindset with a lot of stuff is uh, say there's going to be a project list and, and that's where the starting point is and saying these are the projects we're going to get done and this is where you say what makes us different than other service organizations is I think as a church the projects are important but they're not the, they're not the most important meaning sometimes we can get so lost and we got this job to do. We miss right. the opportunities that God says, no, I need you to stop and I need you to mm-hmm. love on that person. I need you to pray with that person. I need you to talk to that person. I need you to embrace that person. I need you to stop this because actually I put you here for this project because across the street, there's a family right there that I, I right. put you here because mm-hmm. you need to go, me ming- you need to go mingle yeah, with them. That's good. And, and so I think we need to enter into it with also. And again, not saying that we're not because again, I haven't been here. I'm saying <laughs> I'm coming in as a guy like, so don't sure. we take this? Like, well, how dare he say we're not doing that? <laughs>
0: i totally not saying that. Uh, I mean, I'm saying crabby. as the guy that's
2: never done it, this is what I would come <laughs> into it with. It's, it's the mindset of God will take care of the project getting done. Yep. So we can't make the project be the most important thing. Yep. The house that's getting fixed is going to get fixed. Mm-hmm. But we need to be willing to say, you know what, there's something more important yep. that needs to be done at this moment. Yep. And, and we'll let God take care of the, you know, he, he, can, he can supernaturally give us the ability to do the work
3: even faster if we make people Right. So people are more important than project.
0: Yep, absolutely. That is one of
3: my favorite things, you know, in being part of this is the emphasis that the organizers and the planners have to, like, pause, right? We're going to take a break at, you know, a morning break. We're going to have an afternoon break, and here's the plan around that. It isn't because speaking to guys, you know, guys, we come in, we want to get this knocked out. And <laughs> I know a lot of women are wired that way too. And, sure. And the power is in the pause, and for every reason, David, that you just mentioned was was that others get a chance to see it. We get a chance to pause, build relationships, and and interact with the people that you're serving in a capacity that, mm. that wouldn't be there otherwise. Cause it is one thing to get those projects done. But it's another thing that if we're just looking at the supernatural, I love that word, but watching how God is working through us and, and seeing the homeowners' reactions to it. And and that's something that I started to get on video last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so let's let's shift there. So what has been your role the past couple of years with Faith in Action?
3: Well, this will be my third year. So the first year my role was um kind of co-leading a project. You and I we worked together up at the the bike trails. Oh, yeah. yeah Do you remember yeah. And, and and I was thinking about you guys were talking about the work that's getting done and it is hard work. It, it, we were laboring. It was hot. Yeah, it was yeah. buggy. Remember that? Not one person ever complained. Everyone had this joyful um like just this amazing attitude we were pulling stumps we're we're lifting brush it was messy it was sweaty it was
0: gross yeah it was a hot mess afterwards it was
3: and and i just remember seeing how everybody banded together there was kids up there that were like 12 13 years old sweating Mm -hmm. their tails off with Mm -hmm. the with all the adults they were having a blast and it was at that moment that i started to see that we need to tell that story so last year um my role was more to document. And so I had this unique perspective, and and I think it is unique. I don't think there's anyone else yet that's had this opportunity, because I went from site to site with the intent of asking the questions of what's happening here today. And so I would talk to the people that were, you know, Blessed Hope members that were working on the project, but also getting a chance to interview some of the homeowners. And every time you just kind of go in and you're looking, you, you, you kind of come in with this curious approach as, what's actually happening here? And, and again, you start to see the same things. People were scraping houses with paint chips all over them. It was getting hot and sweaty. And everyone was so, like, just happy to be there. And, and they, again, we, you know, we know that they've taken vacation time or time off of work to go and serve and do these things. Some people didn't want to be on camera but I didn't really give them an option. I just like, come on, you're going to be <laughs> fine. And I, I've got a couple of people in mind that, that I could think about. And, and to watch their smiles mm-hmm. when they told what was happening and to watch people move to tears, it's like, this is so cool. And so yeah. by moving from site to site, the unique perspective I had was, um, um, there was a story at each site, but then you could see, like, this bigger story of God saying, I'm blessing this area. And that, 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 to me, when I say, you know, I used the word endearing earlier, it's that supernatural thing that God just says, I'm working all these things out, and, and the pro- projects are getting done, but look at what's happening with these relationships. Mm-hmm. And I just get this sense, like, people, when we, when we would congregate in the morning, I got yeah. to do a devotion last year that was really fun yeah, in the morning. Yeah. And, and it was kind of like, we're going to lock arms, and we're going to go out into battle against evil this morning. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of what, what I yeah. felt like. Uh, and, and to see everybody rally, and then it's like, boom, everybody's out there.
0: Yeah.
3: And then I would come back in and, and meet with Jess and Deb, and to see how they were coordinating the projects and just like grand central station you know Mm -hmm. like with a scoreboard and project update and all this stuff where we (laughs) had it was just so impressive yeah every element
0: yeah i mean i think it's so true when we're all on mission together and have a common goal you know there's not room for all the other stuff all the stuff that gets in the way normally in regular life but and it's the relationships
3: that you see. So like, I've said this before. is like when, when we're working, like, take it back to the trails. And I'm working beside people that I didn't really know that year very well. Yeah. There's, there's sweat equity in that. And, and what we're seeing there is, is like, the, the conversations would start sort of superficial. Sure. We're getting to know each other. But a couple hours in, and, and you're starting to see the integrity of that person and their work ethic. And they're looking – they're kind of gauging you in that way, too – what you're starting to see is a relationship form, and it was because we were, we were tackling something uh, really important, Um, and and again, it was, it was like the conversation would switch into maybe we'd learn more about each other's families, or or maybe it even got a little deeper than that because of the work that was being done. So cool.
0: So Matt, what, what is it about Faith in Action that you love, or, or what surprised you over the past, Years well, I, I think, years, I guess, right?
1: yeah, this will be year four. So, <laughs> faith in action 4.0. I missed the first um, year, so I'm totally off. You did miss the first one, yeah. that's that's right. You had some eye issues and you yeah, had to stay I had home. Eye surgery. And, but you know what? The kids came and they prayed at your house and yeah, they decorated and they your, left your yard,
0: me a freezer meal, and it was awesome. <laughs> so,
1: so, that was a lot of fun for them. Uh, but uh, you know, I think the thing over the last three years and heading into this year, there, there's a few things that I love about it. Uh, There's a lot that I love about it, but a few things that have been surprising. Um, I love the prayer walking for the city. Um, I love the fact, and it's something that I want us to start doing more frequently than just Drink, Mm -hmm. Faith, in Action, but that's the start. That's the catalyst, but I love the fact that we have people that literally go up and down every street in the city praying uh, the power of Jesus Christ and the gospel message over houses and people and children uh, I, I love the fact that, uh, that that we are methodically praying for people to come to know Christ. We are mm-hmm. methodically praying against the enemy. We are methodically praying against divorce and praying against abuse and, and, and praying against the things that the enemy would bring against and just asking God to come in power. That, to me, is one of the most important parts of the mission. And it goes back to what David said. There's no project that gets seen Right. There's no, but, but man, it's, that to me is, is one of the things that when, when we first threw that out there, I thought, okay, that's that, that has the potential to fall flat because I'm not sure people Mm -hmm. get it, right but people have gotten it and that's been really good. And if you
0: haven't had the chance to, to do that part of it, oh man, it is so cool. Praying with Carolyn Hibbs is just awesome. Like she is just a prayer warrior and uh, that was probably one of my favorite things last year.
1: Yeah. And so, so that, to me, that's, that's been awesome. And, you know, the other thing that's, that's kind of surprised me is, and I knew we could pull this off, but I wasn't sure what it would look like, honestly, is the way that the kids have gotten involved. Yeah. You know, Jim mentioned, you know, the 12-, 13-year-old kids, but even our elementary and our preschool kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a nursery going for, for the little ones, but other than that, our kids are active, and they're learning, and they're growing, and they're involved. Uh, they're serving you know, our kids go play at the park and then guess what? Then they sit down and they pray um, sure. in their childlike faith. They pray for things that happen at that park for the schools. Um, they, they go and they visit our, our, our shut-ins. They visit nursing homes and care centers and, and, and spend time with people. So, I mean, the fact that we've got serving happening from, from four or five years old, all the way mm-hmm. up through our most senior adults, that there's always work for people to do it. That to me is, is mm-hmm. some, this isn't, um, this isn't an exclusive thing by any stretch, right? right? So I've yeah. just been really pleased with the way that's come together slowly over a few sure. years. But, but sure. going into year four, that, that there is no wasted faith, right? right? Everything is pointed um, in service at the community, mm-hmm. and that's awesome.
0: Well, I, I think one of the things for me is uh, the, the leaders that we've seen kind of emerge from this. You know, especially some of the people that— um, this is their thing, like this creates the space for their leadership to shine, where maybe they wouldn't necessarily want to lead a small group or something like that, but man, there is a place for them to serve and to lead, and uh, this is just right in their bailiwick.
1: Excellent usage of the word bailiwick. It's only taken two and a half years. Um. (laughs) Boom. Yeah, um, you know what? I, I think there are plenty of those people, but but one stands out just from last year, a massive mm-hmm. project. Um, I look at a guy like, like Denny Hummel. Yes. Um, or, or Randy Sherm. Right. You know, think about those two guys over at, at one of the houses that we worked on that was just – Monstrous, And there was so mm-hmm. much work and it was mm-hmm. different kinds of work. And, you know, those aren't two guys that are going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll lead a small group. Or, oh, yeah, let me, you know, let me lead this children's ministry right. programming right. team. But, yeah. but they definitely, uh, God has wired them to lead and he's wired them with, with gifts that not everybody has. And so the yep. ability to organize and and teach and, and encourage and come alongside people that are trying to serve, you know, yeah. and, and push them out. And, um, you know, th- that, you're right. Like, that's just it. Gives them an opportunity to step into that space yep. and, and just be who God called them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's yeah. good stuff.
0: Uh, David, what about for you? Kind of from the outside looking in, um, anything that kind of stood out to you as we are, you know, bombarding Facebook with pictures and and just things that you've heard from Matt and and whoever else.
2: You know, it was it was clear how much of a a, a big deal it was after the first year um I I remember uh, the visibility of it uh so one of the things that you know you you knew when faith in action was going on because you know as I was driving around town for work or you know whatever it's like oh there's one of the there's there's one of the crews there's you know you see it you know so it's not like the community there's probably a lot of people that don't really know what it is but it's definitely Mm -hmm. extremely visible um which is which is a powerful thing when it's communicated. So that's why I think Jim's right that I, I think one of the things that we could probably and again I haven't been thinking, it just popped into my head now is okay, so we did a really good job documenting it last year for the church, so now let's document it for the community. Mm-hmm. You know, like why you know, this is it's kind of a story and a message that can be shared beyond the walls of Blessed Hope community church into right. you know a lot of people's understanding so maybe that's the next challenge to us is saying you know hey you drove around mm-hmm. and you saw these people and mm-hmm. well before it was kind of the purple shirts or you know whatever <laughs> uh but you we know you see, you see <laughs> you know you see this and, and a lot of people you know that's one of the things that's interesting about vinton vinton is well just yesterday we were at my house and you know matt and carrie were there and there was somebody else that right that looked at you guys and said well, what is faith in action and mm-hmm. it, it's a person okay. in the community it's from the community that you know they're involved in the community so even there even you know there was a person that was you know explain this to me yep so a- and um, and i think
1: a lot of times when they say explain this to me what they're really asking is why yeah, yeah sure we we know what but but why why does it so matter right why would you you know and and so it gives right. th- th- being able to explain that to the community like you said it gives an opportunity to say look this isn't about us you know, it, it's, it, it's about the gospel. It's about God and you and a story that he wants you to be a part of. And so that's so critical. Mm-hmm.
2: So I, I just remember that's a powerful thing. It's, it mm-hmm. was, it definitely is something that Blessed Hope has done in the past that allowed Blessed Hope to set itself apart.
0: Sure.
2: You know, yeah. in, in the minds of a lot of people just because it is kind of foreign and like, well, what? what in the world you know, <laughs> which
0: so, is so funny you know. because the yeah so, that's so, what so the funny church that, is that loving and serving about. the community is yeah. for <laughs> but you know what though i mean which is so sad. it is but by uh, and large
1: by and large that's what's happened to the church yeah um the church has become more about and i'm not i'm not throwing any church under the bus right uh, i'm talking about the church in this culture sure uh, the church in this culture has has by and large gotten a very um Inwardly internal focused. Yeah, inwardly focused. We are mm-hmm. worried about what happens inside of our walls, and you know what? Inside of our walls is critical because that's where we worship yeah. the God of the universe in a corporate setting.
0: Right. But that's but not that's also where we equip the saints.
1: Th- yes, to go out and do <laughs> yeah. the work of the ministry, yeah. and so so this is yeah, it is it is a little bit sad, and and honestly, that's why we don't need to own this. Uh, this isn't this faith in action is not something that. Oh, Blessed Hope has cornered the market on church right. serving in the community. Right. It's why we invited other churches yeah. to join us. Yeah. Um, you know, if the merger hadn't happened, Revolution would have joined us yep. this year. We invited multiple other churches. Oak Grove is joining us. So these three days, Oak mm-hmm. Grove will be will be serving their community out there in Shellsburg and around that area, um, doing these kinds of things. In fact, they're gonna join us, I think, on Friday night for awesome. part of our celebration. Good deal. Um, and and we've invited other churches and hopefully in other years, they'll jump in also because we don't, we don't keep score the way the world keeps score. Right. You know, we've said it on on this podcast before that we use a different scorecard, right? We aren't, we aren't trying to collect all the people and, and all the good feelings and we aren't trying to hog the glory of God, you know. And every
0: church isn't a good fit for every person, like, there's going to be a different church yeah. that fits the needs well, of, of your family.
1: Yes, it's just not our intention right. to be the only church in town while other churches—no. No. We want every single church that preaches the gospel of Jesus Christ, every single church that believes the word of God mm-hmm. to the letter, every single mm-hmm. church—we want them to thrive, yeah. right? Because as they thrive, the kingdom thrives. It's one of the things that that you know we, we heard way back when at a Right Now conference, right, I think, um, from— uh, I forget that guy's name, the hero maker guy. Somebody help me. Oh, Dave Ferguson. Dave Ferguson, thank you. Is that is that if your church wins while the kingdom loses, yep. then you've got jacked up priorities, mm-hmm. right? And and that we, we can't have that, nope. right? That can't be um, what we are, or what we're about. And so we just want to be real intentional.
0: So real quick here, Jim, what would you say to uh, someone that would call blessed hope home that maybe hasn't gotten involved or um maybe doesn't quite see the vision what would you say to them to encourage them to to be a part this year
3: Mm. yes i would say yes (laughs) you know and and that's just the thing we um in that first year that we were helping it was uh somebody asked okay Mm -hmm. and and so that we had to come up with a response and and we didn't really have to like to say a prayerful response was necessary. I don't think mm-hmm. that was necessary, but it's always good, of course. But but it was just really that um, that opportunity. Again, what I saw was when you get a chance to serve alongside someone else doing work, like labor. Whether uh, you whether you're, whether you're pre- prepping a meal, whether you are leading a, a, a prayer warrior team, whether you are cutting brush, scraping paint laying Mm -hmm. floor any of those things something is happening for you and you're getting to know somebody in a way that you don't get a chance to know them again it's it's that you see what really is at their core and you see their faith living out to me that is the thing like say yes to that yeah and just watch what god does through you and and watch what starts to happen around you too that's the thing that really fascinates me is 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 the change um, that you begin to see at the beginning of the day? Everybody's like excited. Yeah. At the end of the day, everybody is exhausted, and you but come still
0: excited. But they're still excited, <laughs> so right? Jacked up.
3: And and we come back here for that evening meal, and people's hair is messy. They got dirt <laughs> all over them. You're sweaty. You might even smell a little bit. And and it's like, no, we're gonna sit down and eat together now because yeah. we kicked it. You know, yeah. we we were awesome. Like that project was yeah. awesome that day. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, God is stirring something in our hearts when we are out there um, doing his work. And gosh, you just you can't put a price tag on that.
1: Yeah, this community is ripe for revival. Yeah, It is ripe for a grand movement. Um, and, and that happens through, um, though, the church being the church, mm-hmm. the church seeking repentance, the church seeking God's face in prayer the church actively being about the ministry that God puts in front of us. As churches do that, then the community can't help but be transformed. And this community mm-hmm. is primed for that. Um, I don't think anybody that's I- at all in tune with the Spirit of God would argue that 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 this is the time for that. But, mm-hmm. but for that to happen, the church has to be the church. And so this is a good step sure. in that.
0: And I would say, too, even if you only have uh, maybe even a couple hours one day, still join us for that, mm-hmm. you know, or you can't make it a date, come at night and have a meal with us. Yeah. I mean, Be Friday night, Friday night's kind of a big night. Yeah, um, that's, that's when we have the bounce house. Um, there are lots of games happening outside. We have a, a human nice meal foosball together. Is a good time. Yes. Human foosball, man, that's when you really learn about your brothers and sisters in Christ. <laughs>
1: no More joke. than you want to sometimes. Yes. But, but,
0: but, um, but those, those things are so important. And so, <clears throat> I would just encourage you, regardless of the time that you have to give, give what you can, yeah. and you will be so blessed by it.
1: You know what? Last year, if we look at all of, the, all of the people that volunteered to serve and the times that they served, whether it was one day, two days, three days, half a day, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. If we were to take that and we were to um, stretch it out, um, what we had was the equivalent of a full-time missionary position Mm-hmm. gospel focused missionary position here in Vinton for over a year. That's okay. So I cool. mean that's if, if you if you were to take those days and lay them end on end on end, we had over mm-hmm. a year's worth of full-time missionary service mm-hmm. for this community. And we jam-packed it into 3 days. And and why shouldn't there be even more right right i mean that's right. but i mean how, how cool is that, that 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 we could fund in a way like like a missionary for the year that's focused on the gospel and, and making connections in the community it's right. just good stuff
0: uh david jim any final
2: thoughts uh, <laughs> sure i have i have one I, I would say this as you stated earlier in the beginning i i am in a mood today you know <laughs> Um, I love go, that we have but it I'm going to go back to that. I'm going to go back to being <laughs> in a mood. And here's why. Because uh, right now, I will be completely honest with you. If you were going to tell me faith in action was today, my attitude would be like, I don't want to do it. Oh. And I think it's important <laughs> to say that. I think it's important sure, to say that. Yeah, because yeah. you're don't talking about, you're, like you're, you're not always going to feel like doing yep, it. Yep, Um, And that's kind of the point. You do it, not if you're going to wait. We live in a very feeling-based culture. Get over, you know, kind of the feeling. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think that's a kind of an encouragement for people that are kind of – especially anybody that's never done it. You know, it's like, I don't feel like doing that. Well, yeah, well, I don't feel like doing it sometimes either. You know, I don't feel like doing a lot of stuff sometimes. Um, so we can't base this kind of stuff on feelings because right. you might wake up that first morning of Faith in Action and you're scheduled to go mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't really feel like doing this and well, then
0: the third day rolls around yeah and yeah and and i had and i had somebody <laughs>
2: right. challenge me with this once you know th- i've said that before you know i don't feel like doing it and they look at me and they very mm-hmm. lovingly are like well i'm pretty sure jesus probably didn't feel like going to the cross either but <laughs> you know <laughs> he still did it you Ouch. know so um just you know th- I, you know not it's I, just an encouragement right yep. don't get caught up on i don't yep.
3: feel like it absolutely um, because that's going to get in the way when we talked about the doors of a church are open right everybody's welcome come on in mm-hmm. but but we also have that mindset the doors are open and we're out invading into the community and that's yep. for, that's just a really cool visual for me to think about kind of piggybacking even how David said that it's like sometimes we don't feel like it but we're we're called to and you, you've challenged me on that before and I appreciate that and and that's something that that, that I'm saying is born out of those relationships like yeah. let's swing those doors open let's get out into the community and show people what jesus looks like Mm -hmm. let's not talk let's do it
0: yeah i I always like what matt says about um being the best translation for people oh yeah that's always been kind of something that's been powerful for me to remember yeah all right thanks for listening blessings